Welcome to Stride, Organizing with Purpose, a podcast from Blue Future. My name is Morgan Starr, and I'm the co-executive director at Blue Future. Blue Future envisions a world where no matter our color or origin, our income or zip code, desire and determination are the only things getting in the way of young people's ability to push for a transformative and progressive agenda. We are on a mission to inspire, mobilize, and invest in young people across race and place to organize for a brighter tomorrow. The determined and passionate voices of young people deserve to be heard. This podcast called Strive, Organizing with Purpose, is giving young people a platform to spread their ideas and share their work. This is an opportunity for youth leaders to practice your public speaking and messaging, to build confidence in our ability to talk to press and the media, and to share our collective vision of the brightest future. Welcome to another episode of Stride Podcast, a podcast where we highlight the voices of young organizers across this country. I'm your host, Niles, and I'm joined by Maria. How you doing, Maria? How's it going? I'm great, Niles. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here again to interview someone so amazing. Um, we're just really excited. Thank you. Yes, and today we're joined by a very special guest, Neha. How's it going? Hello, Niles. Thank you guys for having me on the Stride podcast. Yeah, anytime. I, I think I can confidently say the pleasure is ours. Um, so, yes, Neha, you are a student studying computer science at Clemson University. Uh, we'd we'll love to uh, hear a little bit more about your background. Where are you from and how did you get into organizing? And also, why did you choose computer science as a major? I thought that was really interesting. All right. So I currently reside in South Carolina. And I got into organizing in the fall of 2020. So this is just like five months into the pandemic and we're having an election coming up uh, in November. And one of my other friends was part of Blue Future. She was advertising this opportunity to get paid to learn how to organize and then also volunteer with phone banking and text banking. So I applied and I got into the Blue Future fall 2020 cohort and from there I learned how important it is to organize and especially like mobilize we learned things about how to approach others to join you in this fight and how important things like following up is um and then I also joined the spring 2021 uh cohort for blue future and that was again just focusing on training and how to involve other youth around you in the fight. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, That's really, really inspiring. I think just being so young and being so involved in political organizing is a really big deal. So just applaud you. And again, that's incredible. Let me answer the other question about computer science, why I chose to study computer science. So I wasn't always a comp sci major. I switched around majors a lot, actually, in my first two years of college. But I decided on computer science because I thought it had the most versatility in the sense that every single career field needs computer scientists and you're able to explore a lot with this like skill set. So I definitely think there's a playground between politics and tech. And I know I have explored that area arena and my friends have explored that arena. It's very interesting. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's a really interesting point you bring up. Um, that's very much true. And again, that's really, really incredible that I think at such a young age, you, um, you know, have a really great path and you know what you want to do and you want to kind of involve those two together. Um, what are some of the best lessons you've learned throughout your time politically organizing, um, you know, working in tech and, you know, just, I guess, what are your plans to kind of merge those two together, but also what's, I don't know, a really great lesson that you've learned um, that's going to help you, you know, take that that forward? I think for me, when it comes to organizing, there's two really important things I've like learned from Blue Future is one, taking initiative. You you lead by example. So if others are seeing you actively, you know, out in your community, trying to register voters or calling voters, they're going to see you and maybe follow your example. And two is following up. We all are so busy in our lives, but if you take the initiative to follow up and keep someone involved, I think that goes a long way and helps uh, attain retraction. Neha, so you mentioned, I want to go back here a little bit. You mentioned um, there being like a playground between tech and politics. So I was curious as to, you know, how do you envision you using your experiences, majoring in computer science and pairing that with your experiences organizing, what does that playground look like for you? So some ways uh, you can kind of explore this intersection between these two is cybersecurity. There's been a lot of, I guess, news about cybersecurity and what kind of data. Let me rephrase this. In In the field of cybersecurity, one of the big topics is data usage and how big companies are collecting data and how they're using those data and how we can protect ourselves if you want to keep our data to ourselves. And from that stems a lot of discussion about data policies and what things are ours or what things are others. So that's something I really enjoy exploring. Others is um, privacy and keeping things confidential, Uh, especially being in DC, Maria, you probably know there are a lot of uh, cybersecurity, you have like the FBI and stuff there working on how to protect their interfaces and make sure no one can like, hack their way into like a system that has confidential information. One of my friends, he's actually working on a project um, in terms of cybersecurity involving like water treatment systems and how to protect that information. Because, you know, if someone had that kind of information, knowing where water tr- uh, treatment centers are, they could do something. If they wanted something bad, they could do something bad. But with cybersecurity, you're learning how to protect your confidential information securely. I do want to highlight one other experience. Um, so in the summer of 2021, I was a intern at The Factual, and The Factual is a new startup that uses AI to, uh, it uses an AI algorithm to sort of filter out the news to see which is credible and what is not credible. And that uses natural language processing, such as tone of how an article is written, the credibility of the author, all to make sure that your newsfeed is credible, it's factual, and it's interesting, and it's reliable information. So I thought that was another interesting application of how tech and policy or politics could kind of merge together. Yeah, no, that's incredible. Thank you so much for bringing that up. I think that that's really informative for someone, um, for an organizer that is also looking to be in that field and how both of them merge. Um, I think cybersecurity is a space where people like you are really needed right now, especially. 
So what recommendations do you have um, for an organizer that's listening right now that might be younger, might be, um, you know, like almost going to go into college or still in high school that wants to get in that space um, and or just the general like organizing political space, but also wants to um, merge the two of like cybersecurity or just like IT? Um, what do you what recommendations do you give that person um, and just some advice? I'll give three things. One, explore your interests outside of school. Just because your specific school may not have a cybersecurity minor or specific classes that you want to take does not mean you can learn about that subject by yourself and involve yourself in that kind of realm. There's so many opportunities in your local community. I'm sure you'll be able to find um, a local company that's working on the issues that you that you care about. So maybe look outside of your school realm. There's an opportunity, yeah. I would definitely say look in the school, but also look outside school. Two, um, I would recommend this uh, scholarship opportunity called the Fate Fellowship. So even though I did not receive the Fate Fellowship, I do know someone who has, and it's a really cool, cool little opportunity between technology and working in politics and also working for the Department of State. Uh, the Fate Fellowship is... Is a fellowship that allows you to work as an IT manager at an embassy abroad, a great way to learn about public relations or international relations, working in policy, and also uh, honing down your tech skills. And then three, me, I would look into hackathons. The one we have inside Clemson is CU Hackett. They have real world problems that you solve in like 24, 40 hours over a weekend. It's really fun. It's intense, but I like the adrenaline rush. Yeah, all three of those really good recommendations. Um, I'm curious to hear about hackathons. Uh, that's something that I'm not too familiar with, um, but I'm sort of vaguely familiar with the term, uh, you know, going to school and having a few friends who. Uh, majored in computer science. So I would like to hear a, a little bit more about your experiences in, in hackathons. What do they look like? Uh, what problems are you all actually solving? And um, is there a, a space, I guess, to include politics in hackathons as well? So the hackathon that I've been to, I've only, only done one so far. Um, that one was about more data science and related to Clemson in the sense that we have, it was actually called the COVID challenge and how do we, it was more well, like, like medical data and things like that. But I have seen hackathons focused on cybersecurity. And now for the question of, is there space for hackathons with, and to involve politics? I think there is, like I mentioned beforehand, there was a lot of talk about like fake news and the information being spread on the, in the internet. I think one a hackathon theme that'd be kind of cool is how to prevent that. Or how do you make sure that the information that's being shared is credible? I think that'd be a fun computer science challenge to look into and relevant to uh, policy. Thank you so much for this. I feel like the organizer that's going to be listening to this um, or just anyone on, um, you know, listening to this podcast, they're going to be really, really, I think, um, 
pleasantly surprised or just like really grateful because this is like really informative information that you're, you know, letting us know. Um, something that I kind of, I was also like, I'm interested in and I have a lot of friends who might be interested in this. So it's really informative. So thank you so much for sharing, um, you know, your advice. It's much needed. And this work again needs people um, like you who are really um, young and inspiring and ready to, you know, attack really, really important and vital issues that we have going on right now um, facing this country. Um, so thank you for that. Yeah. Um, we'll now take a short break and we'll be right back with the Stride podcast. Hi, everyone. This is Sage Mado with Blue Future. And if you're a young person looking to get more involved this summer or this next year, we recommend checking out the High School Democrats of America's new opportunity database. It shows a bunch of new internship opportunities across a lot of states and good ways to get involved even as a high schooler. So if this is something you're interested in, go to hsdems.org opportunities database. This is our good partner and friend, and we hope you check it out. Thanks. Welcome back to another episode of the Stride Podcast, a podcast where we highlight the voices of young organizers across this country. And today we're joined by Neha. She is a student at Clemson University studying computer science. Neha, again, we're so happy to have you on here. So on this podcast, we ask our staple of questions. Uh, These are questions that, you know, tend to get super deep. Um, but they're interesting nonetheless. So to get us started, I would like to ask you, what does the future look like? Where do you go from here? For me, I'm really I'm really interested in sustainable communities and how technology can help form sustainable communities. So um, I, actually, over this past year, I got to work with um, Greenville County Food Action Equity Board and see and work on policy to kind of address food insecurity on like a grander scale. I want to address like how technology can help make essential needs accessible to everyone. To me, the way that looks like for me is robots. So I'm really interested in automation and let's make using technology to make our everyday lives easier. So, yeah. That's incredible. Um, us at Blue Future wish you nothing but the best and the brightest um, energy and positive vibes for your future. We know that it's going to look really great and we're excited to support you in any way and cheer you on. Um, As we know, this work can be really heavy and exhausting and tiring um, mentally, physically, um, especially when, you know, we're trying to balance school and our personal lives. What are some ways you recenter yourself um, so that you can just be fully present in the work and just be your 100% self? Organizing is very exhausting because your work, you it's something your people in this field can be really passionate about. And when you see like, you know, not everyone else giving the same passion that you have, you feel a little drained. I think just reminding yourself about your why and like why you like to do this work and why you think it's important. And even if you're, you know, efforts, I, I don't want to say this is condescending, but like, you know, if the end product is minuscule in the grand scheme of things, just know that you contributed to something and that should make you feel good. I like to, the kind of after work, like to de-stress and stuff, I definitely like to focus on my hobbies, you know, like set boundaries between this is my work life 
if this is my personal life. Some of the like, hobbies I like to do are like swimming, cooking. So it's making time for yourself to enjoy your hobbies outside of work. Yeah, absolutely. I think making time for ourselves and finding outlets to take our mind off the work um, is super important. Um, and it's actually something I encourage uh, for everybody to do, um, even outside of organizing, as a way to recenter yourself and, and prioritize yourself, uh, like you said, Neha. Um, because who are we, you know, if we don't show up our best selves? I uh, want to ask you another question. What would the world look like if it was truly free? I think a lot of people... Here's my here's my perspective. I think work is work. You know, it's a means to an end. Uh, if we're lucky, if sometimes our work also aligns with our passion and we can be like, super into it or if we actually like our work. Um, but it doesn't have to be the case for everyone. You know, it's just a means to an end. If it pays the bills, it pays the bills. But that's why when it comes to if we were all truly free, I think a lot of us would choose more creative fields. And I think there also be a lot more discourse, you know, I feel like a lot of people would be a lot less stressed and that would entail mean more interpersonal connections, more times to dis- dis- discuss things without a time limit. Yeah, to me, freedom is just having complete control of- over your time. So we're starting a new tradition here on the Strop Podcast where our last guest leaves a question for our current guest. So our last guest was Aditi, and she left this question for you. Who is your biggest inspiration and why? I would have to say, does it have to be someone like popular, like a celebrity, or can it be someone like a friend? It can be whoever you like. I'm going to have to say my friend, Vanya. She shows up when she gives 100% of her efforts to anything she does. Even if she doesn't know anything about the subject or topic, she will always give 100% effort. She's not afraid to say, yeah, I don't know this, but I feel like I can try, I can help try to figure out the answer. She's not afraid to be wrong. Always gives 100% to everything she's doing. And that effort is contagious because she's giving 100%. I want to give 100%. Yeah, friends are <laughs> super important. Uh, so, you know, really glad uh, to see that you have a solid friend in your corner who's there for you. Um, before you go, um, any sort of shout outs or specific things you like to spotlight? Uh, what is your social media? One thing I want to spotlight, again, is the Fate Fellowship. I This is a more recent fellowship. It's only uh, been open for the last five years. So I really hope, I know there has to be more people out there who are interested in tech and politics. It's a great opportunity for you to get involved. Um, social media, you can check me out at Chef Neha. Like I said, I like to cook, show cook my recipes. I like making easy recipes for college students. Hold on now. I feel like we're gonna have to break that down a little bit more. Tell us, tell us about it. Uh, basically, I just like making, as a college student, we all just don't have enough time to do anything. I like making affordable, and easy meals that can be done in like a, like in like less than an hour because that's, that's all the time that we had. And also, I like to uh, hopefully in the future I'm able to like post more videos about how to budget because I feel like I've learned how to budget a lot of these last two years. 
But yeah, check out the food Instagram at Chef Neha. I would love that. Thank you so much. That's so, so cool. That's that's like the coolest thing ever. I love that. Yeah, I'll definitely be checking it out. Uh, I definitely need it. I'm not a good chef at all. <laughs> but yes, um, again, thank you so much, Neha, uh, for your time. We really appreciate it, sort of hearing your story, your experiences. And again, we're thankful for the work that you're doing and, and wishing you the best uh, in your upcoming semester. Thank you guys so much for having me. And I cannot wait to see Blue Future Girl. Thank you so much. It was so good talking to you and it's really inspiring. So thank you so much for everything you said today. Hey, thank you for tuning in to Blue Future Stride Podcast. If you're interested in politics, progressive movements, and organizing around issues which you care about, check us out. Our website is ourbluefuture.us. You can also follow us on all social media platforms. Our handle is Blue Future Now. Also, I want to send a special shout out to Eli Serwoman Lloyd for creating the music in today's podcast. If you're an organizer and would like to share your story, email us at hello at ourbluefuture.us. That's been another episode of the Strive Podcast. Thanks for listening. See you next time.